guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. You guys like my voice like that? <laughs> it does. Dude, I... I'm toxic. Am I toxic in the fact that, like, I think when people lose their voice, it is one of the They're always hotter. Oh, oh, they're my always God. hotter. In high school, I used to scream sometimes. Just, just like, to scream, try? Just to try to lose my yeah. voice. When people, when I would have, like, a sore throat and my, and my throat would be oh, scratchy sorry. and, like... And they're like, why didn't you take any medicine? Because I sound hot. Because I'm sexy as fuck right what? now. <laughs> Sorry, is there a pill about? to make me less hot? Because <laughs> I don't want to take it. Here, drink some honey tea. Absolutely not. Do you hear me right now? I'm raspy and I'm yeah. so very All not. I heard was ugly tea. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. This voice can't match this face. When, when women are How on the phone you? with me and they're like... I'm sorry, I sound like a man. I'd be like, first of all, men first do not sound all. that hot to me. <laughs> you sound so, exactly like what I think you are. <laughs> you sound like exactly what I want you to sound like. <laughs> and I'm so sorry for coming on to, to you <laughs> while I'm setting up a dental appointment. <laughs> My fucking bath. <laughs> anyway, most people sit up here. Okay, well, fuck me then, I guess. Not you, though. <laughs> Definitely not you, though. <laughs> you That's go, a good boy. boy. As you go, boy, we brought you all this way so that you could be on camera. Okay. Oh my god! Look at him. I know. He today when I was getting ready to leave was standing at the door like I go. Yeah. I go, mom. I go with you. Absolutely. And I was like, sure. So funny sure. when I go to her house now that he like treats me like he's never seen me before. And I used to be there all the time. To be fair, he's always kind of treated me like that. But I think he really uh, likes to make people feel special every less- time. Uh, it, it's more aggressive now because he's like, oh my God, that's right. You. Luca, where you been? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I know. I don't come here as often. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, uh, what's, what's up, up everyone? everyone? Hello. Hello. Happy Pride. <laughs> Let's talk about a cool thing. Talking Say about gay. Pride. Gay. Gay. Say gay. This is our first out <gasps> Pride. Oh my God. Hello from your favorite bisexuals. If you listen to the first Pride episode and I'm crying the whole time talking about bi people and hetero relationships, now you know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's very obvious. Speaking about bi people, bi I need people. to transit. Bye. <laughs> I need to transition into Hank Green for a second. Oh, okay. Another bi king. Did you not know? Oh, he came out in like 2013, he said. And he's he like, now I'm trending. I don't understand why. Like, it's not new news. And I was like, welcome to our lives because that's kind of what's it's new news been to happening me. to us. Where we've come out kind of, but like every time we say it, people are like, what? I know. Because if you missed the episode, you missed the episode. Exactly. So, yes, he has. And, and obviously, because I just feel like our energies. I, I knew. I knew before I knew. Why? Because you feel safe? Yeah. Because he doesn't. <laughs> he just feels like a man that I would let hold my drink while I go to the bathroom 100%. Or, or hold me. Oh, honestly. <laughs> but. Hey, hold my friend and my drink. <laughs> but he. We got news that he. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he listens like. Listens, listens. Religiously. But he did recommend our podcast on Reddit. Hank, if you're listening right now, sorry if we're outing you like this, but like that was. I love of- that you didn't apologize for like discussing his sexual preference. He talked I about it on TikTok. I know that's why I didn't say outing him. <laughs> yeah, just discussing it. But you're like, I do apologize no, I'm for sorry outing your you Reddit. A- I'm sorry, I outed you as a fan of us. <laughs> that might be something you're not ready to come out with, like fully. But to us, it was one of the coolest moments of yeah. my time as a person and what i thought <laughs> was how freaking cool would it be hank if you're listening if you do listen to have 
Hanky, can you hear me? Do people call you Hanky? I'm sorry. Probably not. You probably don't like it if they do. I take it back. How incredible would it be to have a mansplaining episode? Mansplaining episode? Hank Green. Oh, my can God. You, can you even imagine? I wouldn't consider that mansplaining. I would just... I would just... Teach me, Daddy. <laughs> sorry. Was that weird? I don't feel like he wants to be called Daddy. Teach me, brother. <laughs> I feel like brother is better. Okay. What's your preferred um hetero bro hetero uh nickname <laughs> semi gendered nickname what's it called when you call someone like a buddy now yeah well no i'd rather just say friend but i was trying i was trying no to- i know where you were going but isn't what's the literary term for that adverb <laughs> no that's Definitely not an adverb not. adjective <laughs> no that's a descriptor yeah i feel like daddy's a descriptor sometimes <laughs> Brother Hank also sounds like he's a monk. <laughs> Fuck. Definitely not father. Father That's Corey. Father, yeah, it's Father Corey, Daddy he Shane, Brother like, Hank. Yeah. I like it. Hank, Hank, what I'm trying to say is we love you. We miss you. <laughs> come back. Come back. Baby, Hanky, come, come back. back. <laughs> I would fucking shit my absolute pants if he didn't. Shit episode. your asshole? I would shit my asshole right off of my face. <laughs> Where it's always belonged. <laughs> because there it goes. Can you imagine if he tried to explain space to us? No. Oh! No. <laughs> Come on! No. That might be one of my fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> Hank Green now he's never going to want I'm sorry, Hank, I didn't mean to sexualize you like this, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel oh. like we should start over. Brother Hank. <laughs> We what we really are attracted to me personally is your mind. Is, your mind is freaking awesome. Your mind's telling me no. <laughs> My mind <laughs> and your body's also saying no. Hank, <laughs> say yes. Pick me. Pick me. Choose me. me. Explain to me. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. I've been waiting to tell you a story. Fucking since go for last it. Last week, I just had to say I had to throw oh, that out there fine. because that shook me to my. Yeah, absolutely. The only reason I want to tell you this is so that I can stop hiding my limp. I fucking sprained my ankle. Bitch! And it was swollen. I've gone so many places. I just went on a walk. What is the matter with you? Let me tell you how this happened. You remember throwback to one of our first viral TikToks of me falling down the stairs and needing to pretend that I was dead. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Because tripping for me is just so embarrassing. So embarrassing. That and choking. You ever choked and it's the most embarrassed you've ever felt? Yes. Remember I told you I choked on ice once and I was like, (laughs) dude, I choked on a piece of steak the other day and I was like, honestly, let me fucking die because I'm I'm not going to ask for help. I deserve this. No. Okay. So we have our inflatable hot tub in the the backyard. Okay. And so after I've been getting home from work. slipping out of the hot tub. Nope. Oh, good. Not me slipping out of the hot tub. Wish. Uh Wish that's what it was. Uh Uh-oh. So I... My kids are naked all the time. Okay. And so That's just a as fact. soon as they, I get home, they're still naked. And I'm like, great, amazing. I'm going to go in the hot tub if you guys want to join. Okay. Well, they're over it. They decide they want to go inside and watch TV. I'm like, thank fuck. No, because I'm going to go in the hot tub now alone. And I was, also, I didn't want you in here. <laughs> but it's hot as 
shit outside. Yeah. Okay? Oh, it is. And so our umbrella is by the hole. You got and I thought, oh yeah, I know. Okay. But I, but the outside of the hot tub has been in the <gasps> sun. So even, I can't even rest my arms oh, on it. Shit. So I think maybe I can angle where the sun is in the sky. Maybe I can angle the umbrella to cascade a shade over okay. me, even though the umbrella is nowhere near this. Yeah. 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 So I, in my mind, this is going to work. Yeah. And I walk over to change the umbrella and there's a hole. There's so many holes in my yard. There's so many fucking goddamn holes in my yard. I almost ate shit multiple times in your yard. I flip flapped right in that hole. Yeah. I heard a crack. <gasps> I hit the ground. I'm in a bikini. <laughs> Tits to the sun. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just exposed. <laughs> laying on the ground. <laughs> going, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, they're so fucking bad. And no one is around. I'm alone. And I'm like, where'd everybody go? They're all in the house. Oh. And no one heard me flip flop. Nobody can hear your screams from in the house. You've made it so that your house, you can't hear the outside noise from the inside. Nope. And so I'm just laying there and I'm like, my ankle needs to be severed. It needs to be honestly amputated. I, I, well, I, I <laughs> don't you dare. I'm laying there and I think I'm gonna open my eyes and I'm gonna look at my ankle and it better be hanging. It better be. <laughs> it better be so bad because if I just rolled it and it's just a little bruise, I'm gonna feel so stupid. And it, in fact, was just, just a little. Bruise. Well, I, it looked honestly at its most swollen. It looked like there was a baseball underneath there. You, you're, you're. Your body, too, also, I feel like, reacts to things very strong. Well, this is the same ankle that I sprained. Oh, my bitch! What? Okay. <laughs> I was like, it still looks buffy for sure. It is. Oh, my Christ. You can definitely yeah. tell. Yeah, that's actually like four day, four or five days down. Not you so. hiding it from me this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen each other so much. I know. Um. Yeah. But I was like, this is a story I need to tell you on the podcast. Psycho. I know. Don't hide your energy injury for me. I got in the hot tub then the next day with the kids. And I was like, you guys need to be careful around my ankle. Mommy's ankle. Because I fucked this bitch up. And she's already, you know, fragile. Because this is the one I rolled in high school. Oh my God, and my, that's your bad ankle. <laughs> it is. I remember my coach was like, we got a game in three days. You need to go run on the sidelines. And I'm crying running on the sidelines, trying to run away Good. a swollen ankle. Children's sports, everybody. <laughs> and so I'm like, hey, we got to be easy with this bitch. Yeah. And Forrest goes, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm a doctor now. Great. <laughs> Let me see. And I was like, all right, doctor, what's the prognosis? And he goes, I'm going to have to take your ankle. <laughs> you gotta take it doctor and he's like yeah where that ankle's no good <laughs> he did let so me good. keep it oh that's and i was nice. like are you sure doctor and he goes i'm uh dr bubba and i was like i'm sorry dr bubba are you sure you have to take <laughs> i'll my never ankle? trust a dr bubba in my fucking life <laughs> so yeah that never night again. i ended up going to bed at eight o'clock with my leg elevated <gasps> And you know how bad it has to be for me to go to bed with my leg oh, elevated. No, I didn't a... even take my kids to bed. Like, oh I was like, God. Shane, you got to do it. What day was this? I don't know. How long have you been keeping that? <laughs> I'm, I am offended. A bit of time. It's been Jesus a bit of time. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Pivoting from that into children saying stuff, I already told you this, but I just really thought it was funny. If it's what you said last night, I was pissed that you didn't save it for here but i'm happy well, that it's i'm gonna bring it back up <laughs> yeah, because then i realized i was like damn i should have said that on the podcast um 
So I've been having a bit of a rough time. We did get the we're in the new house, everybody. Woo! Yay! But also I'm leaving for vacation tomorrow not tomorrow. Because we're not doing Yeah, in two days. Two days. Still a bit a, a lot's going on, okay, in my life. And like I don't know if you've ever planned a vacation right when you get the keys to a new place. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. And I didn't. Yep. However, I didn't know this was all gonna transpire to be all in the month girl of boss way too close to the moon again and the moon was like how about everything all i have everything and everything all of the time <laughs> yes. and that's what it gave me so i was having a, a kind of a breakdown in front of jerry she was like are you okay and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> because i was saying things it was like what are you talking about this is not what i thought you were gonna say but continue the noah thing yeah yeah no there's two noah things go ahead you finish and i'll, I'll tell you the other one so, um, I'll tell you the other fun about your kid that you told me. <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, so anyways, I got home later. I had a bigger breakdown. I cried. And then I was just like, I looked like I had died like multiple weeks ago, but I was still going, you know what mm. I mean? Really sunken in and just like, you could tell I've been crying and I was just like melancholy. And Noah was like, Hey mom, are you okay? <laughs> And I was like, honestly, no, <laughs> but I will be because I didn't want him to freak out. But I also didn't want to lie to him and be like, everything is fine because it was very clearly not. And he was like, oh, are you having a depression? <laughs> Which I really thought was funny. It is funny. But then the other, are you going to say the other thing? The other thing is when you were talking, he was talking sports. He was trying to talk sports talk. Yes, you can this, tell that one. This, I don't know all of it. I just know that he said the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. There was multiple funny things because he doesn't know what he's. I I told Corey I was like this was literally he is being me when you and I got together because of the way he was talking about football. Noah doesn't give a fuck about sports, but he has I, a younger brother who does. I love when people who don't give a shit about things try to participate. And so he's trying to with because people his, who do care. His <laughs> younger brother is. And so Corey, who has been a diehard like sports fan is forever. Mm -hmm. And me and Noah are like, couldn't be us. <laughs> but Noah was trying to talk to him about it. <laughs> and he was like. I really like, I like Patrick, don't get mad at my son, by the way, because he's just hearing things. And I know there's going to be sports fans. It's like, he sucks. He was just hearing things that other kids He's said. just regurgitating stuff. Because I like Patrick Mahomes, you know, he plays for the Kentucky Fried Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Close enough. <laughs> you know how they uh, have those like cursed animals or whatever, where they make up what it should be called based on how it looks like. <laughs> yes. That's what I want people to do with sports. That's what it sounds like Noah's done with the Kentucky Fried Chiefs. Seriously. And then Corey was trying to quiz him. He was like, where is Kansas? Because then we figured out it was Kansas City. He goes, where do you think Kansas City is at? And I go, obviously Kentucky, Corey. Move it along. <laughs> like, What are we doing? I go, don't ask him that. I don't know where Kansas City is. Well, it's not it's where in, you think it is. It's in Missouri, yep. I found out. I didn't know that. I thought it was in Kansas. Well, that's very confusing. They, they don't gaslight me with the, the, your city names. It's very confusing. Don't call yourself Kansas City if you're not in Kansas. You're not Kansas City. You're yeah. Missouri City. You're misery. Misery. <laughs> you're from misery. <laughs> but so no was, you were so sad. <laughs> no one's trying to talk about why he liked the people in sports he likes. And Corey just had like this look of, I'm trying to understand, but disgust. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, be nice to him. Oh. He is trying. Shame. Shame. <laughs> the whole time I lo- I kept pointing to Noah and I was like, this was me. This was me, me and Corey's first date. Literally, I was like, yes, <gasps> sports. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> Name one. I'll tell you things <laughs> about it. And of the such. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Oh, yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. But anyways, yeah. So, um, but it, I thought it was funny that he said, "Are you having a d- the just the way you he said you have a depression?" <laughs> and I was like, "A little." Yeah. All right, can I have my depression in peace? <laughs> Please, we're gonna have to take your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to take your brain. <laughs> and I wish you fucking would. Oh, it it's not great. I'll tell you that. No, I and now that I see it, I see it. Yeah. It definitely does look more swollen than it normally well, does. Well, I do have fuzzy socks on. But, but yeah, even is... when you rolled them down. <laughs> yeah. I yeah she's tell. a thick quine. All right, everyone. Speaking of thick quines. It's fucking Pride Month, baby, and we're doing we're doing the damn thing. We're doing a double dose of pride, if you will. We're doing a pride today, and we're doing a pride next week on Patreon.com slash Ladies and Tangents. That's what's happening. And Patreon.com slash Ladies and Tangents. And if you want more, you can get the $5 one. That's fine. But also, if you get the $10 one, you get two a month. And let me just say. Oh, yeah. This is the they, second one of the month, so you won't hear this unless you're in the 10 or up. That's what I'm saying. But also, you're going to want the one. That's the last one because you sent me, normally she'll send me like after she um, edits, she'll send me a list of possible names from quotes. Mm. I black out sometimes when we do Patreon episodes. I'm not going to lie. Mostly because I just, that's what I do. I can't remember anything that happens while I'm like on podcast mode. I laughed so fucking hard. And then I went to your house to watch the Vanderpump reunion. Yep. Um, Part three. Vanderpump Rules reunion. Mm -hmm. Part three. Let's talk about that at Patreon, you guys. (laughs) Uh, But we started just like watching that episode. I was cry laughing at things we said. The first 15 minutes are so fucking good and unhinged. It's so funny. It's good stuff. (laughs) So, yeah. Please go uh patreon.com slash ladies and tangents and and subscribe that one, if you that want episode to, that episode is fucking good. It's already out. Yeah. It's already out. So go listen to it. You wanna do this shit? I do. I was like, is it already out? But yeah, it comes out tomorrow. Yeah. I forgot. Um, so every year, if you guys are unfamiliar, we do a Pride episode in June. Which, I mean, we do gay stuff all the... We don't do gay stuff, but, like... I've done the gay stuff <laughs> a time or two. <laughs> That's we talk sure. We talk gay stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, but... We make it a its own category. Yes. Spotlight, if you will. Uh, Every in year. June for mm-hmm. Pride Month. And so this is no different. We will, we're going to go back and forth sharing we stories. We might have stories, coming out stories, um, before I knew I was gay stories. Yes. Just all of the... Anything that you can think of. Of the such. Yeah. So here we go. Okay, who wants to go first? I don't care. I'll go first. Okay. Here we go. It's a bisexual story. My sexual story. It it, it reminded me of you and I uh, when we get get older, perhaps. Um, Well, not (laughs) this. Relax. (laughs) Hey, you're the one who set it up weird. (laughs) You'll see. All right. Pronouns are she, her. Hi, ladies. So I have known I was bisexual since I was 15 years old, but I never came out to my family. It's not like I treat it like a secret. If somebody asks, then I'll tell them, but I just never announced it, if Mm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I'm now 21 and married to a man who loves me and supports my identity, so I don't know that I will ever, quote, come out to all of my family, but here's a funny story about coming out to my mom, kind of. My mom has been my best friend my entire life. She and I are the only Democrat-leaning people in our family of conservatives, so I always looked up to her and felt comfortable telling her anything. If you knew my mom, you would understand what I mean when I say she is the absolute life of the party and always has unconditional love and support for everybody. So, of course... She was at my bachelorette party. Side note, she was by far the most fun person at the party, myself included. At one point, we were all sitting around playing for the girls, which that sounds like a fun game. We got to get that. This one's for the girls. (laughs) But it says, I drew a card that told me to name my celebrity crush. Several people came to mind, but they were all women. A little nervous and sitting right next to my mother, I said, well, my celebrity crush is definitely a woman. Then I paused and made eye contact with my wonderful mom, whose response was, oh, for sure, same. That's right. I was so nervous to tell my mom I like women when all this time she did too. We went on to talk about all the beautiful women we crushed on. And my mom also exposed the fact that my dad's celebrity crush is Judge Duty. (laughs) But that's a conversation to unpack on another day. All of this to say, coming out can be really daunting, but if you surround yourself with the right people, it can be a beautiful moment of connection and understanding. Love you, ladies, and thank you for reading and possibly sharing my funny little story. Aww, that's that was cute. just like a moment that I thought, like to myself, if me and Sawyer had, that I, she would be like, "Yeah, yeah, I kind of have a crush on like oh, whatever celebrity is around in their time." It is I'm significantly like, me too. significantly easier for me to think of a woman crush oh 100 that's why it was so awkward before we actually fully came out when we did the first two girls one ghost episode where they were like who's your celebrity crush and i was like think of a guy think of a guy (laughs) because in my head i was like emmy rossum fucking every girl she's so fucking hot dude she is my number one oh my god especially as fiona gallagher because i like him a little rough around (laughs) the edges you know like yeah yum but that's all of mine were like rihanna fucking all women and i couldn't i just couldn't you have to watch the queer ultimatum i know you keep telling me that but i'm so i'm in love with mal okay i've heard a lot of good things about a lot of people so i have to i do have to I just I knew i I told you i was gonna wait for you for the reunion sorry i didn't and you don't have to good because I fell in love was like, Are you harder con- with Mal. I'm, I am. I looked at Shane and I said, you better hope she doesn't come. <laughs> I said, hey, here's the thing. You don't have to worry about me ever with another man. <laughs> and I need to specify that part specifically. Because if Mal shows up at our house, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. True. And- Truth. The 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 swag. I almost I wanted to say the swag is thick, but I almost said the thag is thick. <laughs> I got thag be thick. I've been having a lot of a lot of troubles with my speech. If you guys could have been a fly on the wall in this building, okay? Because we were recording ads. Hey, by the way, when we record ads, it's never serious. We're always so <laughs> damn stupid and giggly. But it it took everything out of me not to do the entire oh fuck what was it bark box ad (laughs) as the character that goes big big (laughs) and then big big (laughs) you guys know that big cheeked that big cheeked hound fucking dog (laughs) what's his name droopy (laughs) you 
know. But anyways, that's not this. What I'm going to say is I was struggling with my speech. And <laughs> there's an ad where I was supposed to say that <laughs> seeing a therapist would be beneficial. And I went, <laughs> if you think seeing a therapist would be beneficial, <laughs> which like normally... Not, not a big deal, but also I didn't clock it when it happened. So when we Neither listened of us to clocked it back, it. we were like, I'm Hang sorry. On. <laughs> did you just say thing a therapist? And we ran it back and we were like, how did everybody miss that? Oh, God. And again, That's this is not us making fun of anyone with a speech impediment. No, because no, no, like, no, 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 no. But it was, it was just, just that how did I we don't yeah. speak that way. So like, how did we miss that that was how that happened? <laughs> That's been happening with my Invisalign a lot, but like I don't have so, Invisalign, so what's happening? Mine will happen that I'll just get really spit, like a lot oh, of spit, spit in my mouth. Oh, and then I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? What I do? Me, me. Okay, we did that for entirely too long, and then we have to like get it together to be like. I'm going to read an ad like a normal la, person. La, 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 la. <laughs> and I, they encourage us to like have our own personalities. And, and I'm stuff. like, you don't want us to. <laughs> I think it's too far. I think it's too far. <laughs> I can't take it, baby. Take a bit the whole time. <laughs> I, went from, I went from Droopy the dog to, oh, what's his fucking name? From Peter Pan. <laughs> I don't know. Me. Me. <laughs> uh, the captain. <laughs> My captain. I bet my marbles. Anyway, it was very funny. Okay, just because it was, just because it was unexpected. <laughs> yeah. I fucking fell to the ground in a way that I've never fall. I like death, legs. I death dropped. <laughs> you know, my legs ceased to exist, and I fucking just laid there laughing because I was like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> Why did neither one of us?" Clock that. <laughs> anyway, all right. Here's my story. <laughs> so I've I've shared so confidently that I'm, I'm good at talking. <laughs> all right. Hi, ladies. My name is Kenny. I'm 19. Any pronouns work, but they them is preferred. Mm -hmm. I've had a few coming outs because you can change your mind, and that's always okay. Fuck yeah. At 15, I was outed by my ex girlfriend's parents to my parents oh, without ew. me knowing. Yucky. My dad told me what they did and said he was sorry and he would rather hear it from me and he was mad that they took that opportunity mm -hmm. away from me good on your dad yeah fuck yeah dad <laughs> fuck your <laughs> dad fuck yeah daddy sorry sorry uh, little did he know i was going to come out again and again and again yay <laughs> so i was labeled lesbian then i came out as bisexual to my school and friends two months later i eventually at 17 or 18 ended up in a super toxic relationship with a boy eventually figured out that i don't like men after our breakup i took time to look into myself and discovered i was gender fluid i'm now in a very healthy relationship with my non-binary partner emma and we celebrated our one year anniversary yesterday june 4th Aww. we're both huge fans and we'll be seeing you at the live show in <gasps> buffalo happy pride ladies oh, i know i'm so exciting Oh, I love that. Listen, like when I came out to Corey, which I mean, I didn't. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> learned from the episode. And I was like, yeah, surprised. So did my whole family. But like, also, I feel I feel like the way that I've talked to him about things, I'm like, how did you know? I didn't know I had to bake you a cake. Like, yeah. I don't, whatever. Well, but, it's kind of like I 
um, it's not a secret. I don't feel the need to talk about I have it. Talked but talked to you, you about how hot yes. I think women are. So I yep. don't know why you thought that was a straight thing. <laughs> well, I think some people don't Do you, understand. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and so when we were talking about it, like fully, he's like, I said, I don't even know if bi is like the right where I just truly feel like anybody I could fall I could fall in love with anybody under yes. the right circumstances. But I know that I'm circumstances <laughs> under the right circumstances. <laughs> Sorry, circumstances. <laughs> My God, look at that tangent. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying you. I mean, you're lucky I fell in love with you. Is all I'm saying, bitch. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love That's him. my point. And but I, the I, reason I liked the story is because Kenny was sharing that, like, they came out multiple times, and the idea, whoever, yeah, that you are gonna have yourself figured out. Take away, take away as the a, gender as identity. A teenager, take away sexual preference. Who you are as a person, you don't figure out. Ever. I change constantly. Exactly. We just, law of attraction episode that we just fucking did. Mm -hmm. You can hear the change in me from even, what, two years ago? From yes. 2021 in the episodes I was doing? Like, the change is thick. It's and that's, thick. That's the thing. It's not fair to ask anyone at any age to have it figured out. And I think that's one of the reasons so crazy. that a lot of um, conservative media is pushing, like, detransitioning stories. It's almost like... I understand <laughs> that those people are voluntarily discussing things, but they do not represent an entire group yep. of people. No one person represents an entire demographic, first yep. of all. Like, what the fuck? Um, but I don't think it's fair for someone to say that what was true for them when they started it was a lie. Yeah. Because it was true for them then. Yes. And... That may not Hello, be true for them now. I have a fucking cross tattoo on my motherfucking back. Okay. Yep. If you know anything about me from the last four years, does that track at all? <laughs> Probably fucking not. No. Okay. But I haven't gotten rid of it or gotten it covered up because I know what it symbolized to me in that moment of my yep. life. And I'm okay with that because it's almost a reminder of like, look where I was and look who I am now. Yeah. You know? And because parts of you exist now existed then. And, and so it's like, I've grown because of that person. Right. And so, I, for so long, I wanted to, I couldn't wait to get married so I could change my name because I didn't want to be Jerry Heron anymore. Yeah. I did not like Jerry Heron. A lot of people didn't like Jerry Heron. Truth. And so <laughs> it was like, I want to separate myself from this person as much as humanly possible because I felt like I couldn't erase yeah. everything that was attached to her. Mm -hmm. But I am her. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter that I've changed my name. I look back on her with kinder eyes because I understand her now and I understand that everything that she did got me to where I am. You grew. Exactly. Growth is awesome. And I think that it's beautiful that this that Kenny shared the fact that like I thought this was my truth. And it was for that moment. But guess what? I have so more truth this. and yeah. I'm discovering it all the time. And there's no shame in me changing my mind or how I define myself. Totally. If anything, I'm owning the power that I have by being able to do that over and over again. And I thought, I just thought that was beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Love it. All right, here we go. Um, hello ladies. Love y'all with all my butt. Cause it's bigger than my heart. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> by the way, 
I just need to say, because my ass is small. Oh. I was like, because you have a big heart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you were insulting your ass, and I was insulting your heart. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just said I have a small heart. So the other day, I need to tell you this. This is my pride dream that I had. So I had a dream that I was gay stuff. back working. Yeah, gay, sort of. <laughs> I was working back at Schmexia's Mode House. Yes. First, everybody was mean to me there. They were like, oh, you think you're better than us because you have a podcast? And I was like, I'm working with you guys. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I thought you were talking but, about real life at first. No, this happened okay. in my dream. dream. Okay. And so at one point, I go up to another waitress who doesn't work there anymore, but she did when I was working there. And I heard her being like blatantly homophobic oh, no. with a table, like joking. Ugh. And next to my table, who I knew were... Queer. That's my variety. <laughs> so my people. And I was like, hey, that's gross. And the table was like, do you hear this shit? And I was like, yeah, I don't like that. And they're like, me neither. So I decided to take her out back and I beat her ass. <laughs> At work. Okay. I just beat the shit out of her. You stay get your ass beat. You stay get your ass beat. You stay get your ass beat. Okay. And that's what I did. And then everyone there got mad at me because she was crying. And I was like, well, she's also homophobic. So. So I don't accept that. Don't and why am I in trouble? I don't understand. I thought we were punching homophobes in 2023. <laughs> Anyways, in the middle of all this, after I decided to beat the shit out of this girl, I came back in and I took an ass pic of myself. Why? Was that my victory dance? I don't know. But it should be known that I don't wear sexy underwear anymore in the terms of like real femme sexy underwear. Yeah. I wear boxer briefs and I'm comfortable in that. And, and you it, identify that as sexy. Hell yeah, I do. Like yeah. Corey will still be like, show me your fucking undies. And I will. And I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> into it. So like, hey, sexy is what you make it. And also be comfortable in yourself and your body. I always thought I had to be, quote, sexy and then i was like these are riding up my fucking coochie I yeah hate i hate it. them so boxer briefs it is anyways i took an ass pic of my <laughs> boxer briefs and somehow it got online and in my dream a famous rapper did a compilation on youtube of rating aspects and he found mine <laughs> and just totally talked about what a sad pathetic little ass i have <laughs> You know what I can't wait for? <laughs> to clip this for TikTok and take out the part that it's a dream until right now. Because <laughs> all of that sounded so... It was so scary. I was horrified. I was like, no! And I'm pretty sure it was E40. <laughs> it was the rapper. Oh, no. And oh, I was no. like, why is he so mad at me? He didn't realize that was a joke. I'm in my boxer briefs. <laughs> he's so angry at my little ass. <laughs> There was a diagram where he was like showing how like the the dips in my butt where they where there should be ass and there was no ass. It was a goddamn diagram. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Time out. Oh yeah, let's check and see if we have any sponsors. Anyways, <laughs> we just quoted Jay Wow and talked about beating ass. Mm -hmm. Okay. How about the other day? <laughs> no, beat no beating ass. Oh, okay. So the other my two year old, my Forrest Eugene, mm -hmm. my Doctor Bubba. Okay, <laughs> he is in the I'm really testing myself phase. I'm gonna just start doing some shit and seeing what happens. Mm -hmm. Big cause and effect energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sawyer's there too. So, so she'll just walk off the couch. 
oh, just walk off of I it. wish that's what Forrest was doing because then he would only be hurting himself. Oh, no. Yesterday, we're fixing some of the hole, okay? Yeah. And there was a tool outside. Because there's he, big divots in it. I know. He, he got upset about it and chucked this tool <gasps> at Ollie. Luckily, he fucking missed. But I was like, we... You guys are not allowed to play those tools anymore. <laughs> it's not the story I was getting at. But just to show you how fucking violent he is right now. He comes over. He's in the phase where he'll just walk up and bitch slap you. Great. Okay. <laughs> so I'm injured. Remember? I'm scared because I my kids think of that face. It's scary. I, my ankle. Okay. Rolled. I'm injured. I'm laying down. I'm, I'm basically immobile. All right. He comes over and Shane's like, Forrest, you you cannot hit your mom. He didn't. He he had intent. But he was, he you didn't. knew this mother, this mother child, fucking cold cocks me in the back. Jay Wilson. Like <laughs> when she got like Mike. season one, <laughs> season one, Whoa, oh my, right God. in my face, and I'm like stunned. The woman For was what? too stunned to speak. For what? For I don't know. I don't know. Probably because I didn't get up and get him goldfish. <laughs> oh my god! No way. Anyway, <laughs> that's so scary. I swear he's a sweet boy. No, he is. He is. He is. And I didn't mean that. No, he just be was, cold cocking. Noah was just. He had no other kids there, so like he acted like a straight adult from the time he was born. And Sawyer's kind of morphing into that, where she is. They they have like only child syndrome, I think. So they don't know. They don't play with each other. They don't roughhouse. Oh, yeah. Because they're alone. So, like, the only play they get is me being, like, ting, 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 playing tea party yes. with them. And it's and very so- easy when you're trying to, like, navigate these feelings of, of you're not paying attention to me when there's only one person yes. to fight for attention yes. from. And it's, like, your other parent. Yeah. But when there's another kid. Yeah. You get punched by no. your, by Doctor Bubba. <laughs> Doctor That's why I didn't want you to feel like I was like my no, kids no, 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 would no. never. But I just no, I don't. My feel kids like that. were, um, and even if your kids would never, I'm glad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. I know I'm. I know I'm not alone, and I know it's not because I live. <laughs> no, I like have a violent household. Me and my sister punched the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were so incredibly violent. But again, we grew up. That was that tussling. was how we played. We, we just tussled. be tussling. <laughs> yes. I know that. Uh, anyways, you have okay. a rough and tussle. My oh, sorry, ass bigger than your heart. Sorry, we got off on that tangent, Becca. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> my name is Becca, twenty-seven, female. This story is about when my mom came out to me <gasps> again when I was twelve or thirteen. I love these stories. Again, I love that you I just got seem- shocked by one. <laughs> I I I stored these like a week ago. So like some of these, I forget that I read. Yeah. Um, this story is about when my mom, okay, when I was about 12 or 13, again, I can just like imagine that mm-hmm. with my own kids and I think it's beautiful because I don't ever think it's necessary to come out to my kids right? because I'm in a hetero relationship and like, right. when would that come up? But if it does, I absolutely won't shy away from it. And right. if they see it, I'm not going to pretend like it's not the reality. Um, for context, my parents split when I was eight or nine. I didn't know why for several years until this day. Our house was set up where the giant brick, quote, family computer, remember that yeah. shit, mm-hmm. was in the open concept type ki- kitchen. This was how mine was set up too, yep. like all in one big family room. Yep. Uh, me and my little brother were living in the house with my mom and my dad had moved into a little mother-in-law house that we had built that was a cow feeding shed before. So he's like living on the property, but just away. Go live in the cow house, dad. <laughs> yes. 
Where you send them in. Where you belong. (laughs) Well, back to the real story. Me and my bro were never allowed to use the computer unsupervised, and my mom would type in the sites we wanted to visit, and then we could sit at the computer and surf. I could never figure out why she did that until my 12-year-old brain connected that whenever she was using the computer and we walked by to eat all her snacks, (laughs) she would throw her arms up to cover the screen and yell, Don't look! (laughs) Yeah, fucking real incognito mom. (laughs) But I'm a snoop and I'd see adult chat rooms on the screen and bisex.com, which was not like a porn site, but just like an adult chat room. I know to connect with kids. yeah to connect with people who were like minded and yes. you would I understand. But your face was killing. Well, my face is because the idea of any of present day, the idea of my parents in a chat room makes me cringe. Oh, oh. Even if they're talking to like having hetero talks. <laughs> You're just like, get out of the chat room, mom. I don't, I can't imagine my parents saying anything that would make me not cringe. Dude, but I had friends where I remember her finding out. I I don't want to, yeah. So, whatever. But like, a parent of theirs was like long term talking to somebody on the internet and like developing relationships with these people while they were married, by the way. And, and I think that's what it I is. I remember. But her dad was in the cow shed. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. They were divorced. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. He was in the cow shed. <laughs> but I do, I do know why you had that. Because I had a friend who went through a similar. Dude, that was the fucking early aughts for you. Okay. It was a lot of like your, our parents also discovered the internet when we did. So they but were like, they weird. let me get on AOL too. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to be weird. <laughs> I'm going to be weird. Yeah. You think your parents are weird in person? Imagine them online. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. And also they're stupid so they don't realize that <laughs> we know everything they're doing. Like yeah. we, we're not stupid. Okay, here we go. So that bitch was hiding something. What could it be? Well, fast forward a year or so, and she pulled me into her bedroom and starts crying like a busted pipe. She builds up the courage to come out to her only daughter. Lovely moment. And what do I do? I scream, uh, duh, mom. You're not very subtle. (laughs) I tell her, I tell her, I'm sorry. I tell y'all her jaw dropped through the floor. She was like, you knew? How? I mentioned the before screaming don't look behavior and we cackled at that. That day she told me she was also going to move to Colorado so she could be with this woman that she had met. They were in love and they still are. They married in Colorado and they've been together since 2011. I eventually moved to be near them after I graduated high school. Sorry, this is so long. Love you, beautiful people. Um, Becca, we made that way longer than you did, so I'm sorry for that. But isn't that beautiful? Did dad come back from the cow house? I don't know where dad is now, and I don't care. (laughs) Mom met her match, and that's what's important. Yeah. Mom fell in love and moved. See, the person that I knew, I'm pretty sure... Well, dad would have to come back in the house because the kids were still there. They grew up... (laughs) She only moved when she graduated high school. You're going to have to fill us in on that. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Did dad come back from the cows? Did you guys move? Oh, my God. What if that would be so fucking sick? Oh, my God. That's a fucking Disney Channel show. If I ever heard it. Dad's in, dad's in the cow shed. Mom's away. And the kids are just in the home living together <laughs> as fucking like, middle mom's schoolers. On les- mom's on a lesbian <laughs> vacation. Yeah, basically. Dad's in the cow shed. Kids are just living as adults in the bucket and the I don't want to make it sound like your mom ran away. Here's a question from you: Is there anything gayer than country music? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
When I'm feeling in my gay, gay self, I listen to fucking country music and I don't understand how conservatives love it. Cause I'm like, how do you all not see that this is gay as hell? <laughs> yes. It's yes. so good. It's yeah. so good when I'm feeling because flamboyant. I was you know say, what I mean? Camp is yeah. inherently queer. Yeah. And country is camp. Yeah. It is. It's it's elevated, just dramatic. I picture that as like two redneck women raising their babies together. It's <laughs> <is> so hot. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Any who's in. All right. Strawberry no. wine. You know? That was kind of a gay awakening for me. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. Hot July Moon. Moon. <laughs> Saw everything. <laughs> First days of love. Okay. Bittersweet. <laughs> I was like, are you trying to kiss me for this song? Because <laughs> I accept. Did you just kiss me? Shania Twain? Never been gayer. Never been gay. Yes. Let's go, girls, all over each other. <laughs> she is walking around in head to toe leopard. I'm not supposed to lust after you. <laughs> I'm not supposed to think gay stuff. <laughs> Look Can't, at you. It's not going to happen. And that's what You're I know. You're walking gay. Yeah, you are. <laughs> 100%. Speaking of gay awakenings. Hi, my name is Grace. She, they. This isn't necessarily a story, but I feel so many other queer folks will agree. My gay awakening was absolutely Jasmine from Aladdin. Hell yes! Specifically, <laughs> specifically in the red outfit. Yup! <laughs> Why did they need to make her so hot? Oh, it was wrong. Like, I know she was trying to seduce Jafar, but she, she seduced my little six-year-old self, too. Dude, they showed Aladdin in that movie, and I was like, he sucks. Give me more Jasmine. She's <laughs> right? fucking incredible. When she was like, Jafar. Like, because she truly was seducing in that movie. <laughs> Jafar. Like, the shoulder movements? I want to watch <laughs> her move every, every which way. <laughs> I remember asking to watch Aladdin every single day as a kid to the point that my mom hid the movie from me <laughs> and pretended it was lost. This was around the same time that I Kissed a Girl came out. And my parents said they'll never forget me sitting in the backseat screaming out for the whole world to hear. <laughs> Nothing like hearing a six-year-old talk about wanting to kiss women. <laughs> so obviously, no one was surprised when I came out 10 years later in June for Pride Month. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Did you ever see the TikTok of the girl who was like, how did they not know that I was gay? And she got Barbies on her cake and they pulled them out. And so she was licking the ice cream. And there's a picture of her just <laughs> licking the nipple of the Barbie. Oh, my God. Like, how did you not know? <laughs> Happily out and proud five years later. Anyway, thanks for reading this. Whether it's just Sierra on her couch in the new office or if it just manages to make the podcast. Oh. Beautiful. Or even if this manages to make the podcast, I love you, lady, so much. Thank you for creating a safe space for all us queer folks. I, Bravo. I, here's something. I battled whether or not to include this, and I'll tell you why. Because it talks about a child experiencing oh, sure, homosexual feelings, okay? Queer feelings. Yeah. But it is, un 
if that was a straight story, yeah, no one would think twice they about it. We've talked about wanting to fuck Simba. <laughs> and everyone yeah. thought it was so funny that went viral. So yeah. don't be hypocrites. So like when that I was an animal, that's bestiality. But <laughs> when I hear this, it's like okay, as a child, you had an attraction for someone. Doesn't matter what it was, but that attraction stayed true and consistent forever and it wasn't that someone convinced you of it no one sat you down and was like you want to be gay let me show let you me show a lot of jasmine <laughs> well because here's the you thing say indoctrination no have you watched a disney movie <laughs> why do they make the feminine characters so hot even the feminine horses they're hey, so hot who who was your disney girl roxanne from freaking <gasps> me <Goofy> movie <laughs> tell you dare are you Max? Kind of. I'm goofy. <laughs> God damn it, yes. Mine was Meg from oh, Hercules. Stop. I, yeah, Meg too. Meg too. Because she was a bad bitch and she was a little mean. And I like <laughs> She was mean and she was conniving and yeah. she was also like, see you later, but I, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. When she would just like her little slinky ass would oh walk away and she would like pretend to. She was in on it. Yeah. She was a scammer and a schemer and it was hot. Yeah. I, I like that about her for sure. Yep. <laughs> what was I going to say about. But if not Meg or or Roxanne, Roxy, Roxy, whatever. <laughs> I would think probably Jasmine was number one. She yeah. was always number one in my eyes. If I was, li- <laughs> if I was watching The Little Mermaid. During kiss the girl, I was like, I'll kiss the girl. (laughs) I definitely will. I'll kiss the girl. Wow, wow. (laughs) Wow, 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 wow. And then I thought I was weird for that because I was like, why am I wanting to do this with a cartoon? Am I the weird one? I would look at Eric and I was like, eh, I would. I pick the dog or pick Ariel. Why was the dog on? He was shaggy in a way that made me think he didn't care. He was like the Seth Rogen of dogs. Where That's like, why I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. What I was going to say was, wow, wow. I know you're like, we won't talk to children about sexualities and things, but like sometimes Noah will say things about school and I'm like, he'll talk about just infatuations and I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, or, girl or guy? I mean, you <laughs> don't, whatever, but like, and I was like, no, he said the other day, he goes, I'm pretty sure I'm straight. And in my mind, I was like, oh, <laughs> immediately but i was like that's Aww. fine that's he, he said, fine is that okay i don't know is it okay i go it's okay to be whatever you are <laughs> i in like you don't even have to know right now yeah i was just asking because you, I, I don't, don't think you to, i don't want you to commit to being straight so fast i don't okay. want you to force anything <laughs> do you hear that he thinks he's straight <laughs> somebody they're indoctrinating my kids he goes well kids at my school talk about being straight i go kids at your school are weird <laughs> I didn't say that, but I thought it for sure. Well, that's the thing is, like, you want to talk indoctrination. People will be, they'll look at Ollie staring at someone or talking to someone. He's like, he's flirting. Is that your girlfriend? Yes. And it's like, what? What What are you doing there? You wouldn't do, would it be weird to you if you did the same thing? And he was was off playing with a boy and you were like, is that your boyfriend, Ollie? They would, they would be like, ah, but why are the, you doing that? But what the fuck's the difference? What is the difference? Exactly. And that's what I was talking to Noah because he, when he. Because was, God made Adam and Eve <laughs> and not Adam and Steve. Shut up. Adam and Steve would have been cooler <laughs> and definitely better for the universe. I think, sure. I think, I think 
Alexis and Eve, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yes. But whenever we were talking maybe about Eve that, wouldn't have had to eat the apple if Adam could cook, or if she could eat Eve. <laughs> Alexis, <laughs> even Eve, <laughs> even Eva, even Eva. Um, but when I was talking to Noah about that, he said something about like straight. And I was like, what, how do you, how are you knowing these things? Do they talk? Cause I asked, do they talk to you about it at school? He's like, no, but the kids do. And in my mind, I'm like, it's the parents. Exactly. Your kids are going to know regardless. So like, if you want them to be ahead of shit, or if you want them to just know, like you can quote unquote, stop teachers from talking about whatever but the kids are going to talk about what the kids are going to you can't stop right, that so i'd right. rather have my son know everything from me or the way the world is not from another fucking fifth grade yeah. boy because then we have the whole candace situation <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's not what i want or the ligma situation <laughs> yeah. i saw something the other day and i had to unfriend this person on facebook because i was like i've had enough i've oh, had a, truly I i've know. had enough of you um and it was like uh, it was raining colors. Okay, it was the colors of the rainbow. No, don't you dare. Right. Was it somebody with a shield? Somebody with a, an umbrella and it Over was... Over the children? Yes, and it said, I Kill will me. teach my children. And, I was, and it said, boy and girl. It labeled them. I get it. You put a stick figure in a dress and pants. I figured what you meant <laughs> by that. But thank it. you for the label. <laughs> and I wanted to look at it and be like, but what if your child doesn't feel that way yeah you you are genuinely convinced that someone can convince your child to be something else i think someone's convinced you that you have more power than you do yeah hey hey guess what i fuck a dick on the regular <laughs> and i wear boxer briefs every day <laughs> that would blow their mind if they heard that they'd be like what? you can't wear boxer briefs and fuck a dick how sad <laughs> dicks go in the boxer briefs so what do you mean how sad is their small perception of the world if that's what they think you know what i mean Anyways, also you're should... you're you're keeping the rainbow away from your kids that probably might need a rainbow in order to feel like their full self hey Turns out kids like colors. What? 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 <laughs> and if you listen to the Patreon episode that came out a couple days, you know how Sierra <laughs> feels about colors and how she feels about beige. And that's the goddamn truth. I have a really good one. Did Go you just it. see the last one? You're going to like this one. Okay. Hey, ladies. This is Taylor. Remember Taylor? You will. I'm 21 female, and you might remember me from Operation Get Hannah her meet and greet because she was <gasps> on a plane to see me. Hi, yes. Taylor. Yes. Okay. We've talked to Taylor and Hannah, I think, right? Mm -hmm. Or did we? Taylor, we talked to multiple times, correct? Meet and greet yes, situations. Yes, yes, yes. Um, for our moment shows. So we know a little bit about this story, but they wanted to write in. She wanted to write in and, and tell you all about it. I'm so sorry. Guys, we're doing another fucking moment show. <gasps> it's, it's out today. Surprise! Surprise! You guys are all invited to our big stupid birthday party. <laughs> July eleventh, thirty. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling thirty-two. We're turning thirty-two. So, and you're invited. You're invited to our big stupid birthday party. Uh, I wanted and to suck this. <laughs> Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> July eleventh. Hey, July eleventh. You can get tickets at moment.co/ladiesandtangents. For those of you who really wanted to come to our live shows and it couldn't because it was in two very specific places. Surprise, we're doing a show for you, baby. Yes, for everyone yeah. around the world. Who's coming? You are. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we have really, really fucking cool merch. It's we like do. honestly some of my, oh my favorite god. merch that oh we created. Oh my god, I'm we've not got, even kidding. We've you don't know about this. I almost wore it, and then I was like, "Can am I allowed to?" Next week, I'm gonna wear it. You'll fucking. If see you're it. on the Patreon, then you we are wearing the merch for it in the last episode. Yeah. So I guess you could go to our Instagram and see that we posted <gasps> the the. What's it called? Sorry, I just realized what I am wearing, and it is gay. so fitting for this. Trixie My and Katya. fucking gay icons. Okay, I'm sorry. You're fine. Um, One is uh, a sweatshirt that is giving Shmami Schmilfiger vibes uh-huh, from the not- 90s, and it just says 1991, and ladies and tangents, it's embroidered. There's Hello, one. that's when we were established. There's yes, one in like, 1991. <laughs> a sand Us. color, and one's a blue color for Sierra, and they're beautiful. Love them so much. So good. Um, I will be, well, I could probably input pictures because we did photos for it. And then uh, we, there's a purple shirt with a Lisa Frank. Might be my favorite design of all time. Ladies in Tangents and Lisa Frank Mosby. Mm. Okay. Mm. And by Lisa Frank, I mean Schmisa Schmank because don't come for us. No, we're not. We didn't steal anything. or we. It was inspiration, if anything, Lisa. You can get the t-shirt <laughs> or there is a holographic sticker. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I, know. I didn't mean to do that. That's in fucking years, dope. That's really they just re- they that. that just became available for us to use, and so I was like, "Hell yeah, a holographic sticker!" Yep. Those are all exclusive pieces. Again, also, it's live today. You mentioned meet and greets, and the reason I'm saying this is there are only 20 meet and greets yeah. this time. We that's cut all we way ha- way back. That's all we Listen, have time Ju- for. June, July is fucking crazy for us. So yeah, we had to cut back. So so if you, they're they're honestly at this moment probably sold out. So yep. uh, anyway. I'm so sorry I cut Taylor's story off, but it's, no, thank it's you out that. today. I, I forgot that it was going to be out. Yeah. The news. Okay, here we go. Um, it went all the way back to the top. Here we go. <laughs> I kind of already told you guys the story of how I met my wife, but I figured other listeners would find it funny. So here we go. A meat cute of the gay variety. <laughs> Queer meat cube. Yes. So it all started in 2020. I had just graduated basic training. I was in California for some training, and obviously we were all horned up because we had just gone through hell and didn't get to rub one out for weeks. Imagine. I was 18 and had just graduated high school a few months prior, so I downloaded Tinder when I arrived because, of course, first time in a new place, first thing I was looking for was a good fucking time. (laughs) So I end up swiping on this guy and we hit it off. And by that, I mean, I was just ready to bang one out and he had the appendage I was in the mood for. (laughs) One night he was like, hey, do you want to hang out? Uh, Me and my friend can come pick you up. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. However, I was an 18 year old girl in a new place. So I was like, can my friends come? Because I would rather not get murdered. Smart. Heard. And he said, yeah, sure, that's fine. And we got into that little Ford Fusion and booked it for the beach. The driver of this car was his best friend, and she was pretty quiet most of the night. I thought she was beautiful and hot as fuck because I'm a bisexual queen. He was trying to make out with me, which was weird because my friends were there, and so was this girl. So I kept looking at, oh, but I kept looking at her, even though he was kissing me. Uh, Ooh. I know. Could you imagine someone kissing someone else but holding eye contact with you? (laughs) I can't. Fast forward, me and the guy hang out. I think I would find myself also mouthing things. Be like, fuck it. Am I supposed to be like involved in this right now? I feel like I should be like also saying you. I don't know. This says, fast forward, me and the guy hang out a few times, just casual sex, and then I also have sex with one of his guy friends. We love it. We love to see it. 
Later, unintentionally, I found the girl who took us to the beach on TikTok, and she had her Snapchat in her bio. I thought That's... you were going to say Snatch. I did. <laughs> <laughs> when I was Just like, right mm-mm. there. Mm-mm. <laughs> Um, Snatch of the day. (laughs) I, of course, added her because why not? I thought she was hot and she added me back and the sparks just flew from there. Some may call it being a stalker, but I say it's (laughs) called using my resources. We kept talking and find out we have a lot in common and we start flirting. I end up bringing her dessert one night because she was really stressed about studying and I told her, and told her how nervous I was. After all the flirting, I go to her room and we hook up. Both of us intended for it, and both of us intended for it to be just a one night stand. We even saw other people afterwards, but then we started talking to each other again and hanging out. And then when we left for Christmas break, we said, I love you for the first time. And I never left her room. And I know you're thinking this was a typical U Haul situation, <laughs> and you would be so very right that it hurts. <laughs> We end up dating, going on trips together, visiting L.A. for Valentine's Day, and deciding that we should get married. So six days later, we're married. Yay! (laughs) Yes. We've been married two years, and it's been an adventure ever since. We live in Hawaii. I'm out of the Army, and I am so happy to share my pride. So to all the homie hoppers out there, just know I see you, I hear you, and I'm with you. (laughs) Because we, too, can win. (laughs) Hell yes. yeah. We love Yay. a homie hopping uh magical love <laughs> ending. Story at the end. Yes. Um we're gonna do a second one of these. I know that yep. we have not like gotten through a ton of stories, but um Patreon.com slash ladies and I know. we're gonna get through more. I'm sorry. Yeah. We had a lot to say. Yeah. Um do we wanna do one more each or we can do that. Okay. So you just brought up someone we've met. Uh-huh. I'm gonna. Hi, my name is Sharon. Oh! She, her. We love Sharon. <laughs> and I'm the one with the weird questions from the meet and greet. Sharon, I have been thinking. I don't know if you're getting another meet and greet. I don't know if you can because, again, we had not a lot, but I've already been thinking of questions for Sharon. If you do another meet and greet, I have more Sharon thoughts about Sharon. octopus and animals that are self-aware. <laughs> Sharon. I, Sharon, I love you so much. Yeah. I couldn't, I can't tell you how happy I was to find your story and um i'll share what happened when i read it afterwards okay trigger warning though uh for mentions of suicide and bullying and i cry because i know who you are and like it makes me sad anyway we and i'm on i'm not on my medication right now uh okay so my coming out story isn't too happy but i'll explain why i celebrate pride month My mom found my therapy journal under my mattress when I was in middle school and outed me to my entire family, which really sucked. And my dad told me not to tell anyone because it'll make my life harder. I was outed again in middle school by girls who I thought were my friends and got bullied really, really badly. In 2009, a boy I didn't even know outed me in the middle of Spanish class and was then severely bullied by two kids and a grade above me. I got to the point where they were asking me extremely inappropriate questions. I was only 14 when this was happening, and I was on the verge of doing the unalive. Mm. One day I finally stood up to them, and I never let anyone else say shit to me after that. I joined the Gay-Straight Alliance at my school and started to accept myself more and more. I celebrate Pride this month because people told me that I should... I should unalive myself. They told me I was disgusting, 
And some people have told me that they could change me, but you can't turn ketchup into mustard no matter how hard you try. I I celebrate because my own brother said that no one cares if you're gay, so you shouldn't post about it online. Mm. I celebrate because I wish I could go back in time and tell little me that it's okay to be gay and I should never be ashamed for expressing it. I know this is kind of sad and a little bit of a trauma dump, but you guys have literally talked about shitting on the floor, so I think it's okay. Sharon. <laughs> okay, thanks. Love you. Bye. <laughs> when I tell you, I Sharon. was sobbing reading that and then that last sentence where you're like, you've talked about literally shitting on the floor. <laughs> and and I every time we talk with you, you are so composed and so just like even keel <laughs> so oh my god I, i've never met a person that makes me feel so like you are so confident in yourself that it's almost <laughs> jarring <laughs> that i'm always like oh i feel like i'm interviewing with you <laughs> yeah, yes yeah that's why it hurts me to hear that people did that shit because you seem so oh i would just like to say what a fucking um, legend testament to the fact that you made yourself who you are because you are a fucking badass and every time i've interacted with you i would have never guessed any of that because of the way that you carry yourself yeah you you have such confidence in yourself that it is inspiring Mm. and i don't say that to a lot of people so i wanted to share your story as well because a lot of the ones that we've shared so far have been kind of like oh cute stories Mm -hmm. and this is beautiful and and kind of light but like that's not the norm i have another one that's like that too that's what i'm and i I, everyone's like, all oh, the pride ones make me sob. And that's true. Yeah. Um, and actually, there I have I have one more. I kind of want, it's long, but you I kind can. of want to share it in the main one rather than the, I don't, I don't want to make people have to like pay for one that I know that I want to share on here. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess I'm doing one more after you. That's totally fine. <laughs> but okay, this one is called Tear- Terms of Endearment. Um, Hi, ladies. I'd prefer to remain anonymous, so you can call me Z. Pronouns, he, him. I was terrified, like most people, to come out to my closest friends and family. I've never been the kind of person who likes attention or the spotlight on me. Woohoo, introverts unite. (laughs) So the thought of coming out and having all eyes on me made me even more terrified to come out to people. Unfortunately, the way in which I I came out was forced and toxic. I was with someone at the time. We'll call him L. Elle and I were serious, and we met when I was 19, and he was 23. A year or so had gone by, and he wanted me to tell my family I was gay so he could meet them and be part of my life. I respect and understand that. However, it began to become toxic when he began to emotionally and mentally abuse me and and began manipulating me into doing it. I wasn't allowed to do it on my own terms or on my own time because of him. He would use me not telling them against me. No sex until you tell them. I won't fulfill your love language until you tell them. I won't be your shoulder to cry on until you tell them. I won't sleep next to you until you tell them, etc., etc. Now, I understand if in, in a relationship it makes you feel uncomfortable that you feel like a secret, but you cannot force someone yeah, to, to, to out themselves. Yes, and, exactly. And you, that's... That's, That's a, a you if you're with you're somebody, blackmailing. Yeah, if you're with somebody and they f- truly just won't do it, then that's a point where you have to be like, if that's a, a boundary for you, then you have to give up that person. Like right. I don't think you should force ever anybody no. into coming out if they if they don't feel safe or secure in doing so. 
Eventually, I reached my breaking point and just said, fuck it. Telling them has to be better than the, ment- the, in- the mental and emotional abuse. So I started with my best friend. We can call her M. M was supportive and accepting right away, like I knew she would be. I'm, okay, that says two in a parenthesis. I'm going to assume it's like 25. <laughs> so I'm just going to say 20-something. Sorry. Uh-huh. Now, and we've been friends for a decade. At the time, we had been close for about four years, so I knew we'd stay that way. She gave me a gentle push and helped encourage me to tell my parents. So some time passes, and I leave my college campus for a weekend with the sole purpose of telling my parents. Again, imagine no. that that I, I can't, I can't no. having to have that. I didn't have to have that sit-down conversation with my parents. Like, it, to me, it was like, hey, if you found out on the podcast, you know. If you don't, and you're like, what's this? I'm like, well, I don't fucking know. What to, I, I never felt a need to, like, And it doesn't affect our them. lives. Because, because I already in, am, I'm in a heterosexual relationship. And you're in a monogamous relationship, yep. and you're choosing to, you know what I mean? It yeah. didn't affect, it doesn't affect us so the it's, way it affects it's other It's so people. hard, because I can't imagine that. And I'm sorry that I can't. Um... One night, I pull my dad aside and ask if I can speak to him about something serious. We walk away from the rest of my family, heart pounding, anxiety through the roof, and immediate regret and doubt. But it's too, it's too late to back out now. I just got to rip the Band-Aid off. I begin to tell him about my friend Elle, who he already knew about, but just thought we were close friends who met in one of my college classes. I tell him we're more than friends. He looks at me and goes, yeah, I know. You're roommates. <laughs> oh, my God. I let out so close. I let out a nervous chuckle. No, Dad, I say it goes further than that. I'm gay. I said with more conviction and pride than I was feeling in the inside. He looks at me dead in the eyes and said, "Son, I don't care that you're gay. I just care that you're happy. If being with Elle makes you happy, then who am I to judge? You're my son. As a parent, it's my job to love you unconditionally. Your sexuality doesn't matter to me. Your happiness, well-being, and life matters to me." I'm so sorry that you felt you couldn't talk to me or tell me and your mom. I just want you to know that I'm so proud of you. And no matter what, your mother and I will always love you. He then proceeds to let out the tears that were welling in his eyes and he gives me a hug. I know. I'm sorry. I knew this would get you. I'm sorry. A hug that lasted for about five minutes and a hug that I didn't know I needed until it happened. The situation went similarly with my mom and I felt a wave of relief. A wave of relief rush over me. Ever since that night, my parents have gone out of their way to be supportive and be allies. What's even more important is my dad started calling me bud, buddy, son, and other goofy terms of endearment like dork. It may sound silly, but my dad never once used any terms of endearment with me prior to that night. It was always just Z. Sorry for the lack of quotations and sorry if the grammar is bad. I'm typing this at work and rushing to get it done so I don't forget. It was perfect. Anyways, I love you ladies so much. I got both my sisters and my brother into the podcast and we all look forward to watching you guys every Tuesday night and every other Friday and laughing our asses off. Thanks for creating such an amazing and beautiful community. I know I'm not alone when I say that you ladies have saved a lot of lives and given us countless laughs since you started the pod. I know that we were talking about doing sad ones, but I also think they're such a beautiful that it can be like you're so nervous about the oh. situation and then it ends up being something beautiful. And I know that's not a lot for it's not the norm for a lot of yes. people, but I hope that it becomes that. And especially people who are nervous that their parents won't mm-hmm. be receptive of it. 
can get the courage to do it and I mean at least find out then then the hard part's over kind of you know what I mean not that I'm forcing anyone to come out I just think if you're ready to and that's the only thing stopping you as long as you're safe if they don't accept you and love you for who you are is your life really better with them in it if you're not who you are fully they don't deserve you yeah so that's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to uh, to push anyone any yeah, certain you know way. Your, you know your situation better than we can ever pretend to know. So it's not even that. But the people who deserve to have you in their lives will accept you for who the fuck you are. Right. Truly. Okay. God, I have so many good ones. I know. We got a this lot. This is hard. We might have to just add these as scandals every once in a while yeah. and not just do it on, because we got a lot of good ones, and I'd love to go back through these and add them to the mix. Yeah. Okay, here's a long one. Okay. Um, and this one is sad. Okay. Another trigger warning for um, toxic relationships and uh, suicide. My name is Zach. Why am I already crying? Jesus Christ, I need to get my medication again. This is so bad. Uh, my name is Zach, he, him, and you can say it if you read this. This is a story about how religious trauma can fuck up your whole life. Trigger warning for rape and suicide. Mm-hmm. I love you guys so much and have wanted to share my story every year that you've done a Pride episode, but I've not had the courage. I've been listening since you first went on TikTok and have binged every episode at least twice since then. I'm recently diagnosed with ADHD. Congratulations. Yeah. Welcome to the club. (laughs) And listening to you guys helps me focus on work. So here goes my story. I grew up as a son of a pastor and Mm. former missionary. So when I hit puberty and started feeling things that I didn't expect when I saw cute boys Mm -hmm. and my friends were crushing on the girls, I got scared. I had been told my whole life what I would feel and that wasn't happening. What I was feeling was one thing I was told you could never come back from. So I tried to change myself and hide myself and hold myself to a perfect standard of self-control so that no one could see this thing inside me that I had been taught to feel dirty about. The older I got, the more tightly I had to hold it in. And I had no room to be a person, so I stopped having friends and a life because I didn't have any of me left to share that wasn't contaminated by this thing I was becoming. I did this for over 10 years, Mm. from 12 or 13 all the way until I met Barry, when I was 23. Barry is in quotations, not the real name. Yeah. Barry worked in the same building as me, and we talked a lot. And one day, he asked me to breakfast. I convinced myself this was just a hangout and definitely not a date. No, it couldn't possibly be a date because I wasn't gay. Mm. And I told him this during breakfast. Spoiler alert, he did not believe me. (laughs) Well, long story short, (laughs) we started dating. Unfortunately, Barry was older, like nine years older, and wanting to settle down. And I think people, when you hear, I'm 23, you're like, oh, you're an adult. Yeah. And so when you hear someone's nine years older, that's still a huge amount of life. And also at 23, your, your literal brain isn't fully developed Correct. yet. So. Correct. Barry's older, like nine years older, and wanted to settle down. Mm. And little old closeted self-hating me went along for the ride. Mm-hmm. This relationship was toxic, to say the least. My religious... I just got bitch slapped by a bug i saw that my religious upbringing had taught me that i was dirty and broken Mm -hmm. but also that i could be forgiven if i just turned my back and never acted on anything especially anything sexual especially especially anything homosexual Uh 
So I told Barry I wasn't ready for anything. So when he kissed me the first time, I started to shame spiral. Mm -hmm. I started to be afraid that now I was truly broken. Now I would never be whole again. I had crossed a line I couldn't come back from, and it only got worse from there. Now that I believed I was broken beyond repair, I let Barry take what he wanted the whole time, even though he promised me we could wait. He told me that if a couple didn't have sex, they couldn't stay together because sexual compatibility was the most important. So I let him take it because if he didn't, he would leave. And then I wouldn't just be broken. I would also be alone. Eventually, I came out to my mom. My mother is a hero in my life and one of my best friends. She was never afraid to ask the hard questions. So when she wanted to know if I was seeing anyone and I said no, she clarified and asked if I was seeing any boys. Mm. I don't know what came over me, but I came out to her then and she was as loving and supportive as she had been for everything else in my life. I know. (laughs) It gave me the courage to come out to my best friend as well. That's when the panic attack started. I knew now that there were people in my life who knew and didn't abandon me. So the realization that I was in a dangerous situation started to hit me and it hit me like a truck on the highway. I would regularly break down in tears and hyperventilating and eventually I told Barry we needed to slow down and stop having sex. He did not like this and said some nasty things to me, so I left. It was the hardest thing I thought I would ever have to experience. Mm -hmm. I wish I had been right. Mm -hmm. After we broke up, I started to search um, myself and the world for answers about how to reconcile my religious upbringing with the reality of being gay. I slowly started to accept that this is who I was and it wasn't going to change. Eventually, I accepted that I am a gay man and decided I was going to live that way and see how I felt. My depression began to lift a little when I met a new man. We'll call him Scott. Scott was funny and kind, and when I told him all my trauma, he was the most respectful person I had ever met. He never touched my body without permission and checked in with me constantly when we were together. He had some pretty severe mental health problems, though, and so we spent a lot of time apart when he was in the thick of it. His family immediately welcomed me and I became a part of them. One day when we were out on a walk together, someone from my church saw us kiss and told the senior pastor, not my dad, who then told my dad and seemingly the rest of the church. So here I was trying to live my life and accept myself and now I was being outed to my family, my whole community Mm. against my will. I got kicked out of the church under threat of public humiliation, which they called discipline, and had very little relationship with my father due to my own still-held guilt over being gay. Soon after I was out and my father was asked to resign his position as pastor unless he cut contact with me. He refused and my family left the church. We had gone to since its founding over 20 years prior. I also lost my home as I had been living with a member of that church and had to move in with my parents. Scott was my lifeline through all of this, and his support kept me alive and helped me begin to heal the traumas of my first relationship and some of my internalized homophobia. Remember when I said the breakup wasn't the hardest experience of my life? Well, this next part was. Oh, no. Scott's mental health crisis hit when he was on a camping trip with some of his friends. They were drinking, and a friend, quote-unquote, brought up an abusive ex of Scott's that had nearly killed him. Shit. Scott fell into a crisis that resulted in him um, completing suicide. I heard about this and it nearly killed me as well. It's been years now and I still think about him every day. Eventually I met my current partner who I love very much. She transitioned from man to woman about a year after we started dating. 
And that was a rocky year, but we made it through and are living our best lives with our two babies, a cat and a dog. And oh. I now own a queer, inclusive, family-friendly comics publisher. A-R-L-E-D-G-E comics.com. Uh, if you want to check it out, shout it out. Hashtag shameless, shameless plug. We mm-hmm. love a shameless plug. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. Queer owned and operated. Hell yeah. Yeah. With my best friend, and I'm excited about life again. Thank you so much for reading my story, even if you aren't able to share it. I know it's very long. Oh, wow. When I tell you I was sobbing yesterday reading that, and Shane's like, what happened? And I'm like, Scott, it's sad. Oh, dude. Um, Dude. So, 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 so hard. I try to think about that when people... I try not to get too angry, white woman, like justice, blah, 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 because I know for a lot of people, like, I have to be a voice to talk to other cis um, presenting white people. Um, So, like, I don't want to come off too aggressive, but at the same time, I want to shake fucking, I want to shake the fuck out of people who aren't understanding like what a crisis this could be when it's like it is hey yeah it is because it's like when you talk about indoctrinating kids first of all let's not even bring up the church even though we could but like right okay that's low-hanging fruit at this point (laughs) yeah and and you all fucking know you're all saying it but you all know we all know that you know but the fact that you can justify knowing that the way that you feel about certain people and the way that you talk about certain people and the way that you argue against certain people for just being themselves, mm. what it does to them, it, you fuck you, honestly. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, I don't know how to tell... I, I don't know how to, to explain to people that have a little bit of empathy, please. It's not about indoctrinating kids. It's about making them feel like they don't have to hide who the fuck they are. It's about making them feel like, God forbid, they have one more fucking thing to be afraid of in this shit-ass world that they didn't ask to be brought into. And I think you could hear that story, too. And, like, I know that that was Zach's story. But it's also Scott Scott's story as well. And, like, there was a part in there where he was sharing, you know, he had this horrible experience with Barry, who was kind of taking advantage of him and, and, and forcing him to do things he didn't want to do at a time he didn't want to do it. But he couldn't talk about it. And he yeah. couldn't go to anybody. He couldn't share with it. And because, that, God that was, forbid, they, they turned that into a shameful thing. Well, and then, you know, he found comfort in Scott, who also had experienced this. But Scott probably didn't have resources because, you know, from being in a physically abusive relationship, how hard it was for you. And that was a hetero relationship. Yeah. Imagine it's a gay relationship. That you're not out yet. And you're a man. So there's also the masculine. Like stigma. Stigma that goes against, uh, goes with that as well. This person lost his life. Because of that. Like, I don't, it's just. Oh, fuck. It's super upsetting, especially when you hear people who their entire uh, sense of self revolves around acting Christ-like. And the only thing that I can think of when I think truly what Christ-like would be would be a little bit of empathy and understanding. And that's like not there. Right. 
Right. I can't think of anyone who would hear that and be like, well, you know, also shouldn't, shouldn't be gay. Like, what is wrong with you? If that's if you're listening to this right now and that's what you think. Or if you think that, like, the school taught this kid to be gay and then, you know, well, if the school wouldn't have taught him to be gay, then he wouldn't have been gay and he wouldn't have wanted to die. Like, that's not what happened. What happened is he was shamed over and over again for existing in a world that's telling him that he shouldn't. That he's wrong for existing as who he is. I know we're, I know we're like, preaching to the choir. Like, we are talking to people. But also, maybe there's one person who listens who's like, I like the funny poo-poo jokes. And it's like, hey, but also, maybe here's a a little bit of reality for you. Yes. That people are dying. Because it's not. Because you think that it's, it's. I don't want pride gear in Target. And it's like, hey. Oh, shut up. Kids are just trying to fucking survive out here. Shut People up. are just trying to fucking Because guess what? If I wear a rainbow, I'm not outing myself to anyone, especially if I'm walking around with my two children and my husband. Mm-hmm. But if I'm wearing a rainbow and I'm walking with my husband and my two children, and let's say my husband also has a rainbow on or one of my kids has a rainbow on, we look safe. Yeah. We look fucking safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To somebody who doesn't know who they can trust. Yep. I don't have to look around and wonder who I can trust. I mean, mm-hmm. unless I'm alone and then I'm looking at men a little a different. A little side eye. <laughs> yeah. But like, if you are someone who is cisgendered and you are heterosexual and you are just like minding your fucking business and you're white, you, the likelihood of you walking around wondering if someone agrees or disagrees with your existence is probably zero. And like Jerry always says, if you're feeling triggered by what we're saying right now, I invite you to look in <laughs> internally why? and ask yourself why. I'm not saying you're not allowed it's to not us. It. I'm just asking, why are you? It's not a, 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 so yeah, just look internally and wonder, all we're saying truly is to be empathetic and kind to people, no matter what. And I don't give a fuck what a book says. How about? <sighs> all I'm saying is... Or what you think a book says, because I don't even think that's the correct fucking way that that's interpreted. But I don't. We're not ready for that. I don't care. I I would have a thousand, a thousand, thousand million drag queens read to my children if it meant that Scott had another day. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to say. It's yep. like so gross to me because there's th- there's so many fucking Scots in the world, and they all look different. And all you want to give a shit about is who's reading a book to your child. Guess what? How about you read a fucking book to your child? Yeah, truly, honestly. And how about you let them know that you're going to love them no matter what? How about Mm -hmm. you let every child know that you're going to love them no No matter matter what? what. And you're going to take care of them and you're going to protect them. And that means all of them. Speak on it. Nope. Good. You did good. I agree. I need need a tissue. (laughs) Well, we're going to continue this. We got more happy ones. We got more funny ones. And we got more saddies so if you for come. our saddies. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this and you want more, you know where to find it. Ladiesandtangents.com. That's our. Uh, Wait, no. Patreon.com. You can also go there. <laughs> if you go to ladiesandtangents.com, you can You'll also find, find stuff. Shit. That's for sure. <laughs> there there will there. be stuff there. Merch, You probably. can get to Patreon. For there's sure. a, there's a that page for it. Wearing, is that on there yet? Not yet. Not yet, but it might be. Who knows? This this old thing. It's got a big juice box with our faces <laughs> on it on the back. Um, yeah. Also, come to our virtual birthday show, please. We're get, we're yeah. having a rough couple months. I don't know. I mean, come not, to our birthday party. But like, if you could come to our birthday party. Oh, my party. God. I'm actually not celebrating my birthday this year. 
year just because of everything we have well, going on. Well, my birthday is also my anniversary and also Father's Day. Yeah, like, can so I like, get a fucking I, day? <laughs> and my birthday is right before our live shows. So, like, I'm going to be prepping for that and then leaving. To, which, I was, again, <laughs> I'm so happy to be spending with everyone who's yes. coming there. But it's just a lot. Thanksgiving, Our actual things, celebration is truly, truly going to be the moment show. Two so. things can be true at the same time. Yeah, we're excited We can be excited, it. but it can also be a fucking lot. Yeah. And I'll tell you another thing. When I was writing the description for the moment show, mm. all I kept thinking about was, as two fucking summer birthday ass bitches, not a goddamn person sang to me in the classroom. Oh! I, didn't, I didn't get to bring cupcakes. I never had a goddamn fucking the whole class celebrate me as birthday. <laughs> never. And, and so I'm we're serious. throwing it ourselves. Come come and bring us cupcakes. <laughs> come to our big stupid birthday party. Please. We love you so much. Yeah, we do. Th- thanks for another wonderful Pride episode, everyone. Thank you for sharing your stories um, and being brave and saying gay. Yeah. We will see you next week. All right. We're out. Wait. Oh, goodbye. <laughs>